Well, what's your reality, friend? I think in reality, there is a percentage of error that I can't equate for. And I think, is that in stats or in my econ class? Well, they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. They're in both. So when I was creating like these formulas, because there's this class I really loved. I can't even remember the name of the class, but we were allowed to design our own formulas. And I, out of all my math classes, I love this class the most because you can equate for percent of error. Um, and in all most mathematical classes, you can't equate for a percent of error. Everything has to be quite absolute. And so I think that applies to a lot of, of how I think as well Is like, there's a part that's just unknown. And that's like, just not that I can't attach myself to, and that I need to know that I can never figure out. Um, but I do know, like, ultimately, relatively, I'm going to end up in the ballpark from the, the other part of the equation that can get me there. But knowing, knowing that I always insert into my everyday life that like, that that's the submission part for me is that percent of error in which I have no idea which way good or bad it's going to go. But ultimately, I know relatively, it's going to go in the correct direction. And so I think that brings me a lot of peace walking through life. Because, you know, my mom said something the other day, she was like, you're going to get to where you want to go regardless, but it's how you want to process it along the way. Like, do you want it to be an enjoyable journey? Or do you want it to be a journey where you look back and you're like, oh, I was genuinely happy through each and every like roadblock or experience and so forth. Kind of like, because I was asking her about I, I had like a problem, an issue or whatever. And I was like complaining about it, complaining about it. But then I was spending so much time complaining about it that I just, instead of just, you know, rolling with the punches and, you know, we're human. So we get to have that moment and I agree, but I feel like it should only be to an extent. And so for the most part, that is my explanation for mm-hmm. how I see things is like always equating for that person of error and me, that person of error, for those who aren't familiar with like the math terms, it just means something that's uncontrollable that you cannot calculate for yourself to figure out the answer for. As I'm hearing your statement that your mom shared with you in regards to how you process or how you choose to process the moments that happen in your life, like that's really ultimately what it comes down to, like less about the fact that you will get there, because the fact of the matter is that we will get there. Mm -hmm. It's more about how you want to process the ups and the downs and all of the in-betweens. And as I'm hearing that, it kind of makes me think to this concept. I feel like this has always been an idea, but I know for a fact towards the tail end of like 2022, maybe even like the middle stages of 2022, mm-hmm. there was this concept of like soft life versus hard life. And maybe different people mm-hmm. have different understandings of what those terminologies mean or how it might feel mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. But really like this soft life concept is this concept or this idea that life can, in a certain sense, be easy, not work yeah. for, not tenacious. You don't have to go after a lot of things you don't have to put in so to speak hard work for Mm -hmm. great things to happen or and from a mental standpoint you don't have to succumb to a lot of the pressures from the society from your peers from social media to submit to hustle culture to submit to the rise and grind and then there's the hard life mentality where you kind of do the adverse situation where you succumb to the rise and grind you are for hustle culture and maybe all of its negative ways and some of its positive ways sure Mm -hmm. but you're Mm -hmm. really for grinding and going 150 percent into whatever it is that you're going after Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's pros and cons to both there's a balance but I'm curious I mean for me I feel like there's so much to unpack there but I'm curious from you do you feel like 
you can have both a hard life and a soft life simultaneously. Because for me personally, I'm in this mindset as I'm continuing to go after what I want. I feel like there's a certain requirement to invest in a hard life and a hard work ethic to achieve certain things that you want. I feel like for me, and this will seem like it's going counter to some of the things that I've said in the past in the sense of like, you create your own happiness. The happiness Mm -hmm. is not a destination, so to Mm -hmm. speak. It's Mm -hmm. how you create the emotions. And like your mom was saying, how you choose to internalize certain things. But Mm -hmm. for me, at least as I'm navigating this post-grad period, I feel like I don't personally have the luxury to engage in a soft life yet, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I, of course, can choose to invest in rest Mm -hmm. in a positive sense. I can choose to relax my schedule, maybe not wake up as early as I'm used to, maybe show myself grace when I'm not being as productive as I should be or as I would like to be. But it all comes at a cost. And I think it also is connected always when you're thinking about living under capitalism to a monetary value or to the amount of money that's in your bank account. I feel like these choices as to whether or not you want to live a soft life or a hard life, it's always undergirded oftentimes by the amount of money that's connected to your current life or current mm. account situation. And but, but that's from the sense of um, from like a working productivity standpoint. I think that there's multiple arguments that you can have. Of course, there's like a mental argument where you can actively always engage Mm. and like be soft to yourself, Mm -hmm. love on yourself, show yourself self-love, treat yourself to vacations. But even when we're treating ourselves to vacations or choosing to engage in rest, that's also undergirded under a price tag, so to speak. Mm. So Mm. I'm, I'm just curious your perspectives on like this hard life versus soft life as your mom is sharing something with you. Yeah, I feel like this kind of connects to this concept. Yeah, it breaks my heart that people think that a soft life is costly. And it's it's unfortunate. I, I'm there too. I'm I have those days where I feel like it's a detriment, like it it, it it's privileged and it's something that people who have who can afford luxury can attain. But personally, in my opinion, I don't think that having a soft life is costly. In fact, I think it's extremely beneficial and it's something I've completely chosen to step into and not to try to figure out a balance between hustle culture and like soft, what is it? Soft living, soft life, soft life. life. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has, I, it, that kind of correlates a lot to what I was saying earlier is that it's, there's a, there's a little bit of like, release into whatever is meant to be is meant to be, but I know I'm out of that control, but I know the things that I, it's a focus on the things that you can control and it's a focus on the things in the present. And I feel like some of those things can look like the food that you put into your body, the the time you take to meditate, the the yeses you say, and the no's that you say, the boundaries that you set, those are things that we as humans can actually control. And so um, I'm all about the soft life living. And I don't think it's just at at one point in my life, I thought it it looked a certain way and it looked like luxury. And it's something that I can only attain after reaching a certain boundary, but I'm presently living a soft life. And yet I'm still going out the door and I'm still hustling, but there's a lot of peace when I return home. There's a lot of peace within the things that I do because I don't know, I'm very aware 
and mindful of the things that I can control. And I release anything that I can't, which is, you know, trying to figure out the future, trying to figure out my next life or trying to figure out how I'm going to get a leg up in this aftergrad reality that we are living right now. And so to answer your question, yes, yes, indeed. And I, I know I did some more research on like soft life and um, it was a term that originated in they're saying that surfaced in TikTok from like the black girl community and how we were choosing to live the soft life because we are so, you know, uh, <laughs> now I think it's a, I think it's a stereotype that um, we are strong, independent, and like we're resilient and all of the above. And like so many to the point, so much so that like people have a hard time even seeing us as the opposite of that, seeing us mm-hmm. as you know, soft or seeing us as innocent and as um, sensitive. Right. And so us being loud about wanting to, you know, portray that different side of us, that's more vulnerable and stepping into that vulnerability that we are just as humans as others, as others and require being soft on ourselves, you know, mentally starting off there, like not even how others perceive us, but how we perceive ourselves and how we always feel like we it was necessary for us to be this way. And so, yeah, it, it breaks my heart though. I really don't want people thinking that it's something costly because as I was doing more readings, it's like, it doesn't have to be. Now, of course, when we get into like the tangible things, cause you did mention, you did say like, there's a mental aspect of it that's more yes. affordable. And, yes. and I get that. Yes. Uh, but then there's also, of course, like the tangible things. So like skincare and yada, yada. Yeah. That that's a thing. I can't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh no, like it's not costly. I think, you know, choosing to invest in the organic food and choosing to um, get that expensive product compared to that cheaper product is definitely a more costly. But moving forward, there was a, a book that I'm reading right now and it's called Super Life. And it's mainly about health. And one of the things that he raised, and because it was a huge question in my head, because he was talking about how, you know, eating whole foods and having a plant-based diet is so beneficial to the longevity of health. And, you know, I, I love how he put that because, you know, a lot of people, when they see vegan, like presently, they're like, oh my God, like they deem it the worst or whatever. But I do like his perception of like, this is a type of health mentality that where you're trying to think of like the long, the long haul of your you know, lifespan, but it was, it was eating at me because he was like, you should eat organic food. You should go for the organic products and like the, the chickens that are raised in certain farms and stuff like that. And as he was going down this list, I'm just like, I can't afford this. Like I cannot take my butt into Whole Foods and <laughs> buy these things that he's saying. Um, but then he mentioned at the end of all that, he he mentioned it. He said, I know you guys think it's costly, um, but can you imagine the prices that you would possibly have to pay when you're 60, like in the medical, like for, to cure like the diseases that the current product, the food that you're eating now um, could be starting rendering yeah, within you that you don't even know that accumulate yeah. exactly that accumulate over time. He's like, I, I promise you like the cost, it mitigates itself. And so when I thought about that way, I was like, okay, you know, you have a point. That's a, so, great, sta- that's a great statement, but again, I mean, it is I mean, great. It's, it's great, but it still is under it, it's, it's, capitalism. I'm so sorry. Like I have no, I, and no, no, I'm, I'm completely hundred percent there. Yeah. When he said it, I was like, okay, cool. So I made my personal decision. I made cuts elsewhere so that I can make and afford, um, you know, a healthier living or a healthier source of food. But I know, and I've lived and I, I, it's still a reality that it's unfair that it is this hard to have that choice of like a soft life or like this 
aspect of a soft life is like this cost or a healthy life is, Mm -hmm. is costly. Like I can't, I can't imagine anyone else in um, other, like there's so many different cases that come up in my head in which I know this is not realistic. And like, this is honestly unfair that we live in a society where this type of living, if they, they're not even given the choice to make that choice, if they want to, you know, live that soft life. So they're, they're forced into the hard hustle life. Um, and that, that's unfair. And (laughs) that can, that can give me, I appreciate appreciate that full circle moment because as I was listening to you, I was like, I don't know if I'm. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah no, Fred, I, I was I'm coming around. Yet, I was I, coming around. I have pre- no, but yeah, no, it's, it's the, it's the latter part of what you're saying, because I'm yeah. just thinking about specific people in my life who would love to have a soft life, who would really, yeah. and, and they treat themselves softly and they show mm-hmm. themselves love in all the ways that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You can, even without money readily mm-hmm. available and disposable mm-hmm. income and things like that. It is totally within reach to have a, soft life in a particular way based on means that are affordable to you that's totally within reach and if that's Mm. the reality that you're within you can totally experience that but Mm. there is this requirement oftentimes for certain groups of people people that sometimes look like you and me sometimes Mm -hmm. people that don't but it can impact it can impact multiple groups of people where there's different checkpoints that you have to personally agree to mm-hmm. based on the socioeconomic background that you are placed in right. and you're not able to in my reality enter into a soft life under yeah. the specific requirements that require the money because if you're not engaging in hard life you're not paying bills you're not making sure that the people that depend on you are taken care of so right. anyway, I, and, uh, no, not, not just anyway. Um, I would want to harp off of that. This is why, like, I get a little nervous for those who are entering like these influential positions these days, like what it takes or what is considered the bar for a celeb or all this stuff. I'm, I'm coming full circle. Wait, wait one second. But, uh, typically like the storyline is like these people have grinded away or a spot for themselves, or I'm just going to talk into general speaking like successful people it hurts my heart to see people who have who can relate to those stories who don't turn back around to make within the capitalistic society to make a new avenue for these things of a soft life available for those who can't afford it so that's why for me as i walk through life and i'm making these sacrifices and these choices to live the soft life but then that i that does account for elsewhere where I have to make cuts in order to make these choices. Kind of like when we started the show, like mm-hmm. we, we did not have the the gadgets. We couldn't afford, you know, the studio, we like all of that, but we made a choice, right? Like we made sacrifices in order to get to this place. But I know for a fact, if, if, and when this podcast does get to a certain point, I want to make sure that I can provide or invest in these types of resources for others to, you know, make that sacrifice or make that choice to pursue a podcast. If that is their choice of soft living, if that is their, their choice of hobby that, you know, fulfills them and so forth. So it's kind of like the, once you get there kind of turnaround type thing. I mean, when we deal with this capitalistic society, but unfortunately we do have individuals who make it to the line of success, but then they forget to turn around and kind of make available the things that they had to grind through themselves. And they feel like other people have to grind just as much as them just because they had to. And I feel like that way of that, as that outlook on life is just um, 
it's 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 heartening, uh, disheartening for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's just something. Yeah, uh, it's a, very yeah. Selfish. Very selfish. <laughs> that one, selfish. and that will that will never yeah. be me. That because I just can't, I can't, I can't imagine mm-hmm. going through the efforts of trying to live a hard life or grinding in order to try to get a leg up and to exactly. be able to provide something for yourself without thinking about how you can also provide for other people. And yeah, I guess if more people had that mentality, maybe more people would be able then we to could elevate as a people too. Yeah. you know, you get what I'm saying? Oh, you I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what we're trying to of what we're trying to do. And I know other people are trying to do daily. Right. So right, it, it, right. It's just it's just difficult and frustrating. And I'm working on that. I definitely need to work on that in therapy because yeah. my mindset has just been so zoned in mm-hmm. on the ways that so much is connected to money i'll be totally transparent yeah. with that i need and i was never i in college i was not like that i just simply hmm. wasn't i i wasn't like for me it was this mentality of money will come it will always come i'm going to follow where's where is he where is he bring him back he's one of my previous lives <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my no, I'm kidding. He's still here. He's still alive and well. But you he's might need to bring him back. back. See, yeah, he's yeah, here. Bring him back. No, he's no. Listen, no, he's here. He's just not driving the bus. He's a passenger. <laughs> he's a passenger currently, and this new version of Robert is alert. It has kicked that one out the way and said, "I wow. got this. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the wheel now." Wow. But, but he's still there. He's still alert. But I, mm-hmm. I, I think definitely having graduated and especially just being in this uncertain. This uh, using the word chaotic in regards to the pandemic and all of the layoffs and just everything that has transpired after 2021, 2020, mm-hmm. whenever, has made me so hyper aware of the ways in which so much is connected to money. But I know that I had a moment, another life or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. where that wasn't my perspective that it, I shouldn't say it wasn't my perspective because I was still deeply aware of it. It just wasn't impacting me as mm-hmm. much as it is to this day and hmm. maybe that's just a consequence of, of the realities that we're facing yeah yes. the bills yeah. the the, yeah. the expenses the gas yeah, yeah. the gas just the groceries, the groceries. Like, oh <laughs> like everything so it's just like uh, when will this not be yeah. a situation and i i guess that's why my perspective on this hard life versus soft life right now is so connected to to money and i'm feeling mm. like it's more of I'm using the word destination, but that's not the fullness in which I'm describing this scenario. Mm-hmm. I do, I really do think that at least in my universe and the way that I'm working, there's levels to everything. There's different levels that you can experience a soft life and a hard life. And that's ultimately mm-hmm. deterministic on how you want to make choices within your reality, right? Mm-hmm. So regardless of how much money is in your bank account, you can engage in a soft life. You can also engage in a hard life. But as you get more money there's different ways and we know this to be true that yes. you can experience self-care therapy the right. fact that i'm saying that when i have yeah. enough disposable income to go to therapy to talk right. about these things and right. untangle them yeah means that i'm not able to engage in a fully holistic soft life that i know yeah. i deserve and all humans deserve right. and that's right. just like you said the realities that we're facing and it, regardless of that fact it's it's okay like i'm yeah. i'm at peace with my perspective i'm happy mm-hmm. with my perspective but i know that there's room for growth mm. Mm. I, I i feel that i don't agree i don't agree with what i'm saying like i genuinely well let me not say i don't agree with what i'm saying i agree with what i'm saying but i hate that my 
perspective has been so altered yes. by the external factors. I agree yeah. 100% with what I'm saying. That's that's what I want to communicate. I agree 100% mm-hmm. with what I'm saying, but I hate that this is one of the elements in my lives and my multiple lives that is literally out of my control at this current moment based on yeah. how much hard life, hard work I'm putting into it. And that's yeah. just the reality of life. Like that's just the way that it works. Right. I will say like when I come to this like aspect of soft living to which it's becoming costly, for me, that's where that percent of error, it comes back in. And I, it's, that's the surprising and exciting part to me about life is seeing how that percent of error most often time falls into my favor and provides something that I would not be able to provide for it myself. And like, there's so many moments throughout my life. And like you said, Robert, like when you were in college, you had that mentality of like not chasing money or um, before, you know, societal pressures kind of were, you know, feeling that force a little bit more. I, I hold on dearly to that person in college for me because going to going abroad, like multiple times with absolutely no money in my bank account and like, seeing the world with absolutely no money in my bank account, living that soft life and choosing what I gravitate towards was an experience that I will never forget. And I, I, I I take with me throughout this new journey of life is like knowing that money does not have, even when it's showing itself, that it's the only thing that enables me to provide for myself and to be somebody in this world. I'm still choosing that. No, like, that that that's not the end all be all and that is not the determinant of whether or not i can live a soft life and so when the costly things do come it's so i eyeing and this is for everyone's self journey on how what that looks like for you but i have seen the things come to me without me paying a dime and so and i i think back as well and i like to listen to other people's stories when i have doubt in that theory um especially my mom it's like when she graduated she was able to travel the world with nothing in her bank account like and that was something she wanted to do but then i'm hearing the story you know not just with travel in regards to travel but then other things as well in which the the universe the source the god the creator provided um something that we so desired that we felt like was a piece of luxury and that we couldn't get on our own. So that's, so that's why I continue to choose soft life because even when it does get costly, I see where the costs get, um, I don't know. I get a coupon. I get, I get a big coupon, bro. No, really. I get a huge coupon. I can, I can't, I can literally tell you last week, if you really want me to be completely vulnerable in a moment, I'll tell you a situation just last week. So I needed to go to the doctor to get approved for a certain application. I do not want to get into the jabs of that, but the application required many tests and the test cost up to $200 for me to pursue this thing. And like, I really, really wanted this test, had no means or control of like how I was going to afford it. I didn't have the money. I didn't have it. And so I walk into the, into the doctors and I go in and I get the test anyway, knowing I knowing that I can't. And then they, I said, okay, so what's my total? And like, can I pay it later? <laughs> You'll take after pay. I, yeah, come on now. And um, they're like, oh no, like you, it's it's been cleared. Like you're good. And I said, what? I tried to like figure it out. Like how was it cleared? But I was like, you know what? No, this, this sounds about right. Thank you. But like that happens to me so often. And it's that level of submission for me um, in my personal journey and growth. So I'm trying not to let money get the, be the peg, but I I have a question. I have a question, Victoria. Are you a lucky, are you a lucky girl? 
Are you I'm, a girl? I am a blessed girl for dog on share. Yes. I, I appreciate that. But are you, so mm-hmm. is that a yes or a no? Maybe so. Are you familiar with this lucky girl trend? Because that's what I'm No, what? Today. No, I don't know this lucky. What is going on? What is going on? What is popping off now? Well, well, I mean, I know you're on TikTok more than me, but it, it's apparently That's a fact. on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm rarely on TikTok. Like literally the only time I'm on TikTok is when I'm researching trends to talk about on our podcast. But like this lucky girl trend, apparently it was started by an influencer. I don't know. It, it, I feel like it's pretty recent, like maybe mm. towards the tail end of like 2022. I forget the name of the influencer. I want to say mm. like her last name is Galeb or something like this, kind of like a beauty influencer. But Mm -hmm. anyway, she hopped on TikTok and was basically kind of similar to what you were just saying, how you pulled up to this test and you did not have the money to afford it. This influencer (laughs) was on TikTok basically just saying like, everything just always works out for me. I don't know why, but it just does. Everything seems to work in my favor. I guess I am. And and it just, it just works out like, and I'm just lucky. And it's a thing, guys. Like, it's a thing. I Listen, just try it for a week. Try it for a week. I promise you, I promise you, like it can be in like the simplest things. Just let things, and I'm going to put this on it. Just like, let it go. Like, you know how we say like, let's see, let it go. So like, if you find yourself like, okay, I got to be able to afford this, let it go. Try it for two weeks and see, put rest first instead of like staying up extra hours and da, da da da. I was just talking to my friend about this. He texted me the other day and he was like, yo, you told me this when we were in college to, cause he was struggling with sleep. He was pre-med. So he was always like staying up and he was in my art class. And I said, yo, just go to sleep. Like one night when you have things do try it, let it go, go to sleep, put I your sleep, put your sleep yo. first. I promise you everything will fall in line. And he was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then he tried it. And he was like, yo, the next day, I didn't finish the assignment. The next day, the teacher moved it to another week. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and so this guy, and I, my heart, if you're listening, like shout out to Will. He texted me the other day and he said, yo, years later, I'm still applying that to my life. And I just wanted to take the time to say thank you because like just deciding and making a choice to put myself first and to live that like that that moment, that aspect of soft life, everything else is just continuing to fall into play. And I'm falling into other things that and opportunities that I would have never been able to get on my own or yada, yada. I could read the text, but anyway, I, that's just, that's just me getting on my box to say to whoever's listening and who's like, nah, this is like, uh, uh-uh. just try it. Just try it for two weeks. It doesn't have to look like a religious thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm listening. I'm one of those people that's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. We got to run it back <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Next I... time you try to run them numbers, just be like, you know what? Let's see. Let's get 5% uh, percent uh, error. Listen, listen, <laughs> like, okay, I, the lucky girl syndrome, I think it is a cute concept. I mean, it kind of mm-hmm. goes to what we were talking about with like be delusional. Some of the things that we discussed, like... but it's, it, it, the, I don't know, specifically with the lucky girl syndrome. I don't know. Huh, I think the mentality of it mm. is cute and nice and it makes sense. I'm all for it. Like I do believe. Do you think it's luck. naive? I do believe luck. I think it's slightly <laughs> naive if you believe that the things that are happening in those moments where you're assuming to be lucky or like mm-hmm. to be this lucky girl with the syndrome of lucky girl syndrome. I think, yes, that is a little bit naive, but then it also mm-hmm. removes the responsibility of knowing that certain things in this life really do require work and effort and action on your part. I'm right. all for resenting. And that's why that's why I kind of I also resent the lucky girl syndrome or whatever this thing is, but I am for Okay, remember how I said earlier 
there's a formula, but then at the end of the formula, there's a percent of error. Mm -hmm. Like that formula part, there's a lot that goes into that. That's the work. That's the calculated, the calculated steps and figuring things out to, to kind of somewhat be in the ballpark of what you're going for and what you're trying to get. So don't forget that it, I'm for, I'm, I literally hear you on that, okay. Robert. Okay. Yeah. You like for the girlies and the guys who are listening in, like there is still that part of the formula that gets you to that area, to the area that you're trying to land on. And, but yeah. I'm just saying that there is a percent that you cannot account for. And that is, and for me, no. that's in anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also not for the lucky girl too, because we have them yeah. out here and they're like, I'm just, I don't I'm know. Like, I just get what I want and I just do what I, you know, no, that no. Part. And I just, show, and I just show up. Okay. I just, yeah. I mean, I, I knew no, we were in agreement there, but as you were telling us your story, I was just like, okay, wait a minute, because it's giving. Yeah. Fix me. Much. Like the TikToks that I was listening to and I was irritated. Oh my God. Yeah. But, don't put me in that boat. Mm -mm. No, of course, of course not. But anyway, I think we're on the same page for the yeah. people that might not be familiar with like what this lucky girl syndrome is. Just type it into TikTok and you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. But essentially that is what I was looking at. And then I was reading articles too, and people were having different perspectives. I I mean, you mm -hmm. had the older folks that were just like, oh, my goodness, look at these young Gen Zers trying to <laughs> just pull up and not put in the work. And then you have the Gen Zers and the young folks who are internalizing this syndrome. But I feel like, again, the mentality of it is cute. The danger of it lies when There's, you're whoo, come realistic on. with the amount of work that actually goes into being lucky. Right. Like, that's where my perspective yes. lies. Like, there's work in becoming lucky. Like yes. you don't just arrive lucky. And that's where my issue with it is. You can't mm -hmm. just, oh, everything just works out for me. No, like, no. And, and and I fear that we have people that actually believe that that's what's happening and they might right. possibly be internalizing it. Like, I'm just going to let everything go and I'm just right. going to let see. And when you let right. see, that's when things actually fall apart. Right. So I just want people to leave with the understanding that there is, like you're saying, there is that part that you just can't control. Don't think about trying to how to control it or whichever way right. you might want to. But, but also make understand there's that, calculation that work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just the like like back to the doctor, about. the doctor moment. Me going, if I would have allowed my calculated self only a formula to like. I can't get this test because I don't have this amount of money to afford the test. If I allowed that to hinder me, I would not have gone to yeah. the doctor's office. Do you feel me? So that's okay. why like back to what you were saying, it's a balance of both because if I allowed my calculated self to stay at home because it just did not, it wasn't mathing on how I could possibly get this test for free, then I would have not have gone to the doctor's office. But see, I allowed that percent of error to see, you know what, even though I need to take the, I know I need to take this calculated step in getting this doggone test. I have no idea how I'm gonna get the test, but I know I need the test. That's the calculated part. The percent of error is, oh, it got mitigated. How? I don't know. I'm it not trying matter. to figure it out either, but it worked. <laughs> I'm here and I'm in the ballpark now where I need to be for my next step in which that test is going to levitate me into, which I will for sure in the near future give you guys deeds on. I'm super excited to share the news. <laughs> but like, anyway, back to the point. Yeah, it's all about yeah. balance. Ba yeah, balance, balance, days. As always, yeah. as we say on the show. But yeah, that's, hey, this was fun. This was good. I feel like this was like fun, spirited debate. I feel like we're always in agreement on our mm -hmm. podcast. But today was like, we were going back and forth with different perspectives, which I think hopefully you all appreciated. This was fun. Yes, was yes, 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 yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah, and I love that you shared that that statement with me because I promise you, as I've told you offline, but like after you made that statement to me, that's just something that I think about constantly so as i'm trying to continue doing what i'm doing i'm thinking mm -hmm. about like how is this contributing to the 
multiple lives that I hope to live before I pass. Yes, 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 yeah. So not a reincarnation, but like we reincarnate throughout this lifetime. I feel like yeah. Oh, we do. Yeah, constant, Mm -hmm. absolutely constant reincarnation, Mm -hmm. reincarnation after death. But definitely, while we're still alive, we're constantly reimagining ourselves, re-envisioning ourselves, different futures, etc. And that's what makes it fun because you never know what the next year, five years from now will bring. So, And I will say that on a, on a final note that like one thing that I didn't mention, Catherine mentioned in like her, you know, time with the doctor, she said some people reach or like over, like overcome those fears and those holdbacks from like the past lives. They overcome that in their new life quicker than others. And like the faster they realize it the sooner they can come to like that success or that, you know, whatever, so forth. But that really translates for this time now is like, if we can, I figure that that whole thing out about living multiple lives, like the sooner, like in our twenties, can you imagine what we could possibly be in our thirties? So the fact that we're coming to that a notion at such a young age that like we are capable and we are deserving of living multiple Uh, lives and not being, you know, glued to a desk for 10 or 15 years, but also open, being open to the idea of also modeling and trying new things and not being scared of that and not letting society deem us as like all over the place. And like that person just doesn't know what they want in life. No, we definitely do. But unfortunately, Gen Z's, (laughs) we come to the table with a lot of talents and I'm sorry, boo, but not only that we come to the table with a lot of talents, but we also want to act on them. Um, And that's another thing as well. I feel like everyone has a lot of talents, but this generation right here, this one right here, we about it. We want to see it through. So that's a beautiful thing. 